To the West Coast, No Coast, East Coast podcast, where I, your host, Adam Schaefer, will be breaking down all the happenings in the land's best fantasy basketball league, all the while attempting to reveal none of my actual strategy. The current most boring take by intellectuals is any, basically any take around social media being bad. It is at once stated as if it's a revelation. And then the next part of the sentence shows that this is so obvious everyone knows it. Oh, you know how it's destroying democracy. Not like an actual evaluation of how it's destroying destroying democracy, which would be necessary if this was actually revelatory. Oh, I I just told you something that you've never thought of before. And so now I need supporting sentences and paragraphs and arguments to convince you that this revelation is the revelation that I'm promising it to be. But no, it's... Big thing, wow, I've got this take, and then I'm just going to add, well, it's uh, teenage girls are now cutting themselves, Uh, democracy is dying, we're all divided, Uh, politics has become all-encompassing, and like, end. End of take. That's not a take. That's just stating what everyone accepts to now be true. You're not intelligent for that. If you said this in 2014, oh, that's a take. That requires some intellectual horsepower everyone's into this stuff and you're saying, oh, no, 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 I think that this is going to ruin society. I think that while we're loving Instagram for those dope photo filters, which I can't believe that didn't win, how did Instagram become something not about the filters? Man, those filters were sick. When everyone's in that phase, you're saying, oh, no, I think this is going to be terrible. That's, I'll, I'll give you credit for that one. You ain't doing it now. And because you're just regurgitating what everyone else is saying, you're not even properly thinking about the subject which you claim to be revealing things about. Namely, the same beautiful internet is there. The thing that the biggest tech optimists thought about, dreamed about in the 90s, it's there and it's better than ever. You can get information on anything you want at a level of depth Totally unprecedented in human history, you can do it for free. You can learn anything for free. You can find how incredibly charitable people are for no money, for no compensation. Just go on any forum about a very esoteric topic. The example I'll use, I have a 1992 Mazda Miata. Like, the most seemingly unique problems. Oh, hey, like... This light flickers on for three seconds every fourth time I start up the car. Anyone got any ideas? Five people for free giving me the exact answer. Oh, in here, like you actually probably need to go to a junkyard. Oh, I see from your profile you're in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah, here's the phone number. It's there. It's better than ever. Now, the challenge, back to the banal point that everyone's making, is that there are more distractions than ever. And so... In the 90s, you only had the good stuff. Now you got all this bad stuff, which isn't bad. It's just temptation. Do you want to go and read an encyclopedia 
or do you want to read stuff that's going to tell you how smart you are because that is all this divisive stuff underneath it all is a simple message of you are smart and those people out there are not smart and it feels really good so i get the temptation but this this preamble isn't actually related to the thing that i was going to be talking about i mean loosely related i was going to talk about the take where people say you'd never say that to someone's face. The internet, those comments, those trolls, they'd never be able to say it to my face. Which, yeah, that's true. Of course it's true. Because mediums affect the message. First off, it affects it in this way. Never before could you have been getting, until about 20 years ago, been receiving commentary from any one of billions of people. Like, that just wasn't possible. Someone could say something to you, and yes, they would have to say it to your face, and the number of people who could potentially have an opinion on you was just dramatically reduced. Or maybe you could say, like, there were celebrities, right? People in China had an opinion on Michael Jordan in the 90s. Great American hero. Put him on the $20 bill. I'm not actually joking about that. I think that that's a Kanye West idea. I, uh, I don't claim that as my own. But, like, Jordan is an incredible American hero. When you think of what makes America, America, it is our culture more than anything else. That's what we export. Our music, our movies, our celebrities. And is there anyone better than Jordan at that? I, this is not, I'm gonna, I, I shouldn't say it. I say this all these times when I do these podcasts. I'm like, oh, I haven't had one of these podcasts in a year. Am I just repeating myself? If I made this point before, we're moving on. Ah, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, yeah, so. People in China had an opinion about Michael Jordan. He would never hear it. There would be no way for him to hear it, whether to his face or via some other medium, because it wasn't another medium. But now there is this other medium, and you can hear from those people in China which I know, not stating anything too novel here. The point, though, that I want to express is not just that, obviously, you can hear from more people. It's that the medium dictates what type of speech you're going to hear, what type of speech is rewarded. It's not that, just that, someone would be scared to say something to Jordan's face that that same person would feel comfortable saying online. It's that they would feel comfortable saying it online because it is rewarded online. In that different medium, a different type of speech and behavior is rewarded, whereas in person it's not. In person, we still have the last remnants of a brutishness, which was once so hailed as recently as the middle of the 20th century. Like, yeah, intellect mattered. You know, going all the way back, if you were like that smart, scrawny dude and you knew where the fishes were, you could have some credibility within the tribe. But if you could just throw rocks around and smash people, you had more social status. And then we became more civilized and still... We're in an industrial society. We're in a society where being 
a brute was rewarded both, again, in status, but also in compensation. Look at it now. Like, if you're just really strong, you could be a, a trainer, you could be in the military, or you can be in any one of dying blue-collar occupations. Dying. That's it. We have shifted where now the way you are primarily getting reward in at least the social circles that college educated would, would the college educated run in, which is important because they run society. You can say, oh yeah, it's only like a third of the country that graduated. Yeah, but they have 100% of the social capital. And that shift has meant rewarding less on strength and more on intellect. Which brings us back to what you would say online and how we're going to get this to what happened on draft night. I promise. How do you prove your intellect online in a very short burst? It is with snark. That is the tone of the internet. Snark. It's, it's in articles. It's in short chat messages. It's the type of thing that it kind of existed in person. I mean, people made fun of each other, but it wasn't so heavy on the snark. There was a directness to the insults that happened, again, as recently as the 90s that was more on the brutish side of things. Yes, he'd have the class clown, and he'd come up with jokes, but it wasn't, uh, it didn't have the same tone. It didn't have to because it was a different medium. In this medium, the way that you show the intelligence without saying, hey, look, my IQ is 140. You wouldn't want to do that. that. That's not the way to get ahead. Is you're just snarkier than everybody else. And so it is that we saw that snark on draft night. And here's, before we fully go into it, and yes, I promise, we'll talk about everyone's teams. We only have 10 teams now, so it's a lot easier the thing about relying too much on snark, that becoming your tone, is that it's a very jaded tone. And it always works by just trashing everything. Because there's always something in an era of, again, unprecedented transparency. The smartest person in the world will have a typo. The smartest person in the world will make a mistake. Oh, I said it was 33%. It's actually 37%. And you get to, you, someone who hasn't really done much, uh, can be smart. You can do something in that moment where you are smarter than Stephen Hawking on that point. You are better than Bill Gates on that point. And so you just train yourself to find those moments because you get to win. It's not even a, it is a real victory. I am not here saying that this is bad or good. I'm just observing. And I'm, I will say that this part of it is bad, is that when you, and yeah, I guess I am kind of saying that this is bad. Why am I saying it's bad? It's, I don't think, it's a very negative headspace to be in. That like everyone's flawed Everything is fraudulent. There's always someone out to get you. So you just never expose yourself 
to anything or anybody. It's like we laugh at the person who's paranoid, who's like checking the door 15 times. It's like, dude, you live in a gated community. There hasn't been a robbery here in 15 years. What are you doing? And that's what this kind of is. It's like you don't want to fall for, oh, you know, I really liked what Stephen Hawking was saying. You want to fall for that because now you're exposed where the next person can make fun of Stephen Hawking and you. Hey, look at this idiot who believes Stephen Hawking who didn't see that Stephen Hawking used your in the incorrect way. Laugh at both of them. It's different. It's kind of tied to what we've said about dunking in the past, dunking on people. I know that's been covered here. I That's true, but it's it's just that snark where... You never take anything seriously. It's a defense, it, it's both empowering because it is, there is currency in it. But it's also like a lot of defensiveness. If you never open up and say you like anything, then no one can ever make fun of you. And you're like the 14 year old who's the anarchist who's checked out. And importantly, there are things worth checking into. One of the places is where people have been really right in the past. Those are the people that you, you both get the most reward for the snarkiness toward them. Stephen Hawking's been just like absolutely killing it for 10 years. You found a mistake. That matters more than the finding the mistake on the person who's living under the bridge. But it's also dangerous trying to find that mistake because that person isn't often wrong. And you might, in the quickness, because that's also, this, it's, snark doesn't work like on a 14-day on a delay. You got to be right there. So... You're in that negative headspace. These people must be idiots. Yeah, he hasn't really been an idiot. You just got to go with it. And then you're the one who ends up looking like a fool because you you had to be you had to be faster. You're not going to win on quality. You're going to win on speed. And sometimes that speed's going to do you in, as it did on draft night. We are now to the fantasy portion of the podcast. We may even have timestamps this now. I got a new hosting provider. That could be cool. 1424. Let me make a note. 1424. Okay. Fantasy basketball. This whole hostile, snarky, better than thou tone came out when me, a man who's been in the playoffs every year since the league's existence, maybe every year but one, and Sean Mahaffey, a man who's been in the playoffs every year but one or two, something like that, bidding on a few players. <laughs> let's show how smart we are. Let's talk about price inflation. That's topical. You buy those iSavings bonds, by the way? You should. I mean, that's become so popular. Everyone, if you don't know about that, I mean, come on. I don't even follow the news. You've got to know about those iSavings bonds. So you're there. Hey, here's a chance for me to take a shot at the two legends of the league. And you then miss what should be the obvious question. I'm laughing at these dudes for bidding up these players. They get players who carry them into the playoffs every year. Maybe it is I, not they, who are wrong about the value 
of these players. Maybe the other players that I've been bidding up that they weren't bidding on aren't as good as I thought they were because uh, they haven't been for almost a decade. But please, keep laughing. Keep the snark up. You can say it online. You can say it to my face. Because I know underneath it all is a fundamental lack of understanding of what it takes to win. And I feel sorry for you. I know why you would want to have that. I know why you would have a defensive posture. And that instead of learning, it's just easier to get mad at the world. So stay mad, and we'll see you, well, at least two of you, in the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, how about our defending champion, Still Jay, a classy change in the team name. We respect that keeping the traditions alive while just slightly altering as things on the ground change. The full alterations, like all these NBA uniforms, like the Celtics, what the hell is that uniform? I know, I know you like money. At some point, we, it can't always be about profit maximization. Is that too much to ask? Like, you have the best uniforms in basketball, and then you go with that trash? Because anything else is trash. Oh. Still, Jay. The, the, the minor, the minor changes, we can appreciate that. We can also appreciate the Cameron Johnson pick at $8. This is what we're going to do. This thing, which I don't know why people like it. I don't even know if you like it. I don't know if I've ever gotten positive feedback about this. Well, I do know why you like it. It's the same reason why when someone shows you a picture, you instantly look for yourself. You like hearing about yourself, especially in a positive way. And here I'm going to find something good to say about everyone's team, starting with Still J, just because he happens to be first on my screen. And we're going to say Cam Johnson there at $8. Nice pick. We're not even going to talk about injury concerns. Injury concerns are the norm for everybody. Your player plays 60 games, big win. Big win. So yes, Cam Johnson had some issues last year. I know that because he was on my team. He also uh, can really shoot the ball. He'll have some of those explosion games which are fun. Like the, the three, the four steals, it's just as important. Like that's a big explosion game. But God, you see the 36 points, it just makes your heart beat a little faster. You wake up in the morning, you see Cam Johnson went seven from 10 from downtown. Oof, you'll see that at some point. $8, nice value. I understand the change in still Dre's team name. I do not understand the addition of the front of paradigms. This inspiration from Ohio State. I know you spent time in Ohio. The Ohio State, the paradigms. It, I can't say I don't like it. I don't know yet if I do like it. I'm, I'm wondering if I'm missing. Am I missing something? The paradigms. We'll take it. This, this fits into the appropriate alterations on a tradition. As for the draft, Dorian Finney-Smith at a dollar. I liked it. 
feel like you had some exposure to the Mavericks as a Luka Doncic guy. Uh, I'm going to say that that maybe also explained your splurge on the diminutive Jalen Brunson. I did see Jalen Brunson play once in the playoffs last year, and I was pretty impressed with his ability to score. Uh, so yeah, Dorian Finney-Smith, $1, versatile small forward. We'll see if he stays on your roster. Any of those dollar players that are on the edge of, uh, you know, if he, doesn't, if he doesn't produce in that first week, should we just drop him and pick up someone else? That will be a decision you'll have to face for now. At a dollar, I like the pick. Our last place finisher from the previous season. We appreciate your half-ish participation in the punishment. Half-ish meaning you're saying you're going to do it. And gave us actually some timelines. I think for all of us, maybe the most entertaining, not maybe, the most entertaining would be the Waffle House. You can absolutely pull that off. Uh, you know, like half... I mean, you could really do something with it. I'm never going to finish in last place because I'm so good. But if I did, I'd really have fun with that. I, the number of ideas. Like, set up four dates. Just visiting you at different times. Document it all. Entertain us. I'm not going to give... Yeah, I guess I could. Maybe in a future podcast, i come up with one of my 10... Yeah, that is a good idea. My 10 favorite ways to pass the 24 hours at Waffle House. Uh, so that would be the most entertaining for us. The $1,000 would be great. That just doubles the stakes, so that's cool. So either one of those. SAT, also entertaining. That's why we've had these punishments. They're entertaining and they're fun for us. I don't need to explain them. We've had them for years. Can you step into the shoes or into the, uh, the Hall of Fame, last place Hall of Fame with Matt Mason? It's a Hall of Fame of one person at this point. Can we get to two? We will find out in the next 12 months. As for your team, I'll say uh, two guys. You got all these shooting guards. Jesus. James Harden shooting guard. Devin Booker shooting guard. Donovan Mitchell shooting guard. That's three. CJ McCollum shooting guard. Four. Clay Thompson. Five. Alexander. Six. Dort. Seven. That's got to be the league leader. Uh, I'm going to say the top. Not getting scared of James Harden. Has been durable his entire career until very recently, but it seemed less about durability and more about the fact that he's not an actual competitor and doesn't really care about basketball as much as I, I do. Um, and Devin Booker also. I mean, yeah, the durability stuff. Can you really guess on this? Like, I know that that guess on this. Can you guess about this? Yeah, you can guess. Is uh, Nikola Jokic, like, is he more likely to play a ton of games because he's never had an injury before? I mean, in some sense, yes. But then he could also get hit by a car tomorrow. But we're talking about probabilities here, and yeah, I don't know why I just went down this. <laughs> it does past performance does predict something about the future. We're not totally blind. And Harden and Booker to anchor your shooting guards. I like those. They weren't great values. They weren't overpays. Just 
reasonable prices for solid players had to feel good. Harden banging out the 35 on night one. We hope for a more competitive season from you this year. D-loading the D. Oh, yeah, sorry. We got another change here. Uh, we'll, you will accept this as within the, the, the framework of uh, tradition alteration. D-loading, loading the D. I got an explanation for this team name at one point. It eludes me. Uh, it makes even less sense now, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. So all three of the changes thus far, I'm in. Uh, your team? What pops out to me? Oh, Trey Jones. I'm invested heavily in the Spurs at $3. That feels like nice upside to me. Uh, and I'll also add uh, Gary Trent, $8. I think he's worth a couple more bucks than that. So bottom of the roster, some of those. Yeah, those two. That's what I got. I said I was only going to do one. Now I've been doing two players. You know, whatever seems interesting to me. Naya Long. No, I'm just not. I, we got a lawyer, University of Michigan, elite education. One of those intellectuals probably making those arguments about the internet. It's too much for me. I don't know. I loved the Jump Ministries last year. The story about Jonathan Isaac. Oh, and he still has Isaac. Yes. I, I didn't even realize that. I love Jonathan Isaac. I hope he returns. Kid is nasty. Isaac and Claxton. Claxton at $4. That's very solid. Isaac. I, are you going to be able to hold on to him? That two-year investment. It's like, I want to get that payoff. I know Isaac's great. I, I fully into his bio that you knew about the jump in ministries. I want that to pay off for you. So I'll say sticking with Isaac year two. A lot of people, they back to jaded. Everyone's so jaded. No, not you. It's like, you got robbed, and I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to lock my door. I don't want to live in fear. You're not living in fear. Props to you, Nyalong. Lynn Lowley. No idea what this means. Lynn, let's see. Can we figure this out on the fly? Jeremy Lynn, spelled differently. I saw the that lowly, I thought, Lowry, Lynn Lowly. What is your name? I don't even know what your name is. I send you an email. I've already forgotten it. I'm sure we'll learn over the course of the season. As for a team, this is the Jokic. So you pay up for him. In part, gotta be because that dude's so durable. He's gonna be there, right? I hope he is. I don't hope for injuries. Don't want to see that. Uh, the... We haven't been talking about bad picks, but the, the Robert Williams quickly to drop. I'm going to actually say that this isn't bad. So you spend $11. Robert Williams is nasty. The games, uh, you, your first time in the league, am I going to be able to absorb this? Understandable error. Maybe, I don't even know, you might not follow the NBA. You see something, you saw him in the playoffs. Man, that dude is sick, and he looks sick too. Love the way he moves. And then, oh, he's still, I thought he was back. I saw him playing in the playoffs. Now he's not. So you make a mistake. But you don't let it burn you beyond the $11. Hey, I'm going to cut ties with him. I've very quickly learned my lesson. I made a mistake. I don't need to force this to work. 
I'm in the movie. I paid the 15 bucks. The cost is sunk. I don't like this movie. I'm leaving. I like that. Those are two traits between Lynn Lowley and Nia Long. We got some important life traits. I don't know if it's going to work for you in fantasy basketball, but it damn well is going to serve you well in life. Cut your losses. Move on. We're all going to make some mistakes. So where did you not make a mistake? Lori Markinen. That's where you did not make a mistake. $7. Well done, sir. Green, 18. Got to be feeling good about the NBA. His team made the finals last year. They may not have their coach for reasons. Are we ever going to learn that? Is this like the Deshaun Watson story? How did Deshaun Watson not play football for a whole season and that wasn't a story? Like, we don't actually have an answer for that. He just, he wasn't suspended. And then how is he suspended this year? I know I'm crossing sports, but it's, it's bizarre to me. Like, it's such an obvious story. How do we not have an answer for it? He's suspended this year? Why was he not suspended last year? What is this? So, Green 18, what do we got? This is a, this would be another one. If Green 18 is doing something and you want to laugh at him, you should probably pause for at least a second. He's been a reliable top half of the league player since he joined in OG. Been there from the beginning. Gordon Hayward, $5. Now, of course, everybody knows the injury stuff, and yes, that history, as we've already established, does, does say something about the future. But at $5, that's worth it. See, there are people, they get these, these lists in their mind. There's just no way I'm drafting this player. They're not even paying attention. Hayward gets nominated. Oh, you know, I'm going, I'm checking my text messages, checking the internet, getting mad about something else, and then I'll come back when I hear the little ding not green 18, he says, there's no one not on my list unless they're below a dollar. If they're a dollar above, I gotta be locked in paying attention. Might be able to scoop something here. If Hayward gets injured again, okay, I cut him, it's five bones. But if he doesn't, we're gonna be 60 days into the season. Gordon Hayward's a top 38 player. Damn, that was only $5? And maybe even then, he breaks his back and doesn't play again. But those 60 days, maybe still worth the $5. Gordon Hayward, green 18. 1080. Man, heavily featured in the open. I know he knows the same thing I'm thinking. Oh, it's validating when we're bidding on the same people. You gotta keep laughing. Keep laughing. What can we say about him that we like? Well, you know, there were those players that I was bidding on him with that I, I feel pretty good about them, but that's not where we will go. Oh, Thibel at a dollar. Oh, just that defense. That defense, the posture. Mmm, so strong. Uh, man, there were a lot of these players I was bidding on him with, so I feel pretty good about many of these things. Pause. I'll say Draymond Green at 10 bucks. Somewhat similar to the point that I made about Hayward. Injury's not as much of a concern. I get that Draymond got injured last year. But not the type of history 
that we saw with Gordon. Uh, this different point of everyone on, oh, well, Green is past his prime. He's older now. He won't be able to do the things he could do. The Warriors might move on from him. Would he work in any other system or just this one? It's like, he ain't 40. He's in an age where, all right, he's going to miss 20 games like every other player in the NBA. And at 10 bucks, a little bit more than Gordon, upside is there, much, much higher floor on that injury front, even on the age front. Let's, let's go right now. How old? Guess guess what you think it is. Draymond Green, age. What do you think? Uh, what, 32. Not bad. Steph Curry, 34. Klay Thompson, 32. Steph Curry didn't seem to stop anyone from drafting him super high. Steph missed an entire season. Steph is more fragile than Draymond. And yes, Draymond's game is maybe a road. Maybe. Has his fantasy game of road? Ten bucks. Well done, 1080. Final person. Oh, so nice that we only have ten. Someone who changed, changed the name in the draft. Uh, which I, I then th assumed that he got Nikola Jokic, but he didn't. This is Jordan Logan we're talking about. Pineapple Fritters, that was another one. No idea what that name was. Whole year, thought about it. I'd be up at night, two in the morning, just wake up. Pineapple fritters. What are pineapple fritters? What does that have to do? This one, I might be up as well throughout this. Nicholas Jock Itch. Is this a story that I missed? Does he wear a jock? Do players wear jock straps in the NBA? I'm unaware of that. They don't even wear them in the NFL. I remember that was a USA Today article from a long time ago. I was a child, middle scorer. Couldn't believe it. NFL player poll. Less than a third wore jock straps in the NFL. That was crazy to me. I was so scared to not wear a jock strap when I was paintballing. Thought I wouldn't be able to have kids. They're in the NFL, dudes running 20 miles an hour, smashing you. You're not wearing a jock strap. Man, that's next level. Next level. So don't know if there's a Jokic story about that. I'm guessing he doesn't wear a jock strap. So I don't think he has itch. And you don't have Nikola on your team? Was this Nikola Miritich? Is Miritich on your team? Miritich not on your team. Okay, so mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't know. And then is that Mickey Mouse here? A lot of confusion, a lot of confusion. What we're not confused about is that this is the man, Jordan Logan, weird team name and all, who made this league possible this year. Someone else maybe could have gotten us number 10. He's the man who did get us number 10. And for that, we are eternally, or at least 10 months grateful. So thank you for that. Draft pick we'll give you props for is this one. Isaiah Jackson. Power forward, Indiana Pacers. $2. That's a good pick. Good pick. All right, people. You can thank Ben Mortal for this. I like that. He doesn't comply with the rules. Last place finisher. You don't get like this extension. I get that we've given it, but by the, I mean, the contract that we were all agreed to, verbal contract, you, you're not in a position to negotiate. You finish in last place. Do your punishment. 
He offers alternate terms, and included in the terms is an ask that I have to do a podcast. Bold. So bold that we respect it and we are complying. One podcast per month. Have a good first week of the season.